let's talk about feminism. Now, I'm well aware that there are a lot of reasonable, moderate, and sane people who call themselves feminists. But just to be clear, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the feminists who make all the noise and get all the attention. So in the spirit of the current year, and leftism in general, I'm talking about the nutters. Now, feminists have scored a couple of triumphs recently. After much shrieking about sexism, they've succeeded in getting rid of the Formula One girls and the darts girls. That's right. The feminists have made lots of women unemployed. This isn't surprising. Feminists have spent much of the last 200 years trying to deny opportunities to better looking women. Such a proud history. Really, they're inseparable from the sort of Victorian men that they claim to despise so much. They have an incredibly narrow view of acceptable roles for women, acceptable ways for them to behave. And if you don't comply, they'll destroy you. So if you're a dungaree-wearing lesbian with hairy armpits who screams hate at men all day, then you're all good. But if you look like this, you better watch out. Now there's a new breed of feminist who's making waves at the minute, and they're personified by the likes of AOC. She recently made a film moaning that women who wear makeup get paid more. To her, this wasn't a sign that people who are more organised, and who put in more effort, do better in their careers and in life. <laughs> God no! That would take thinking, rather than spouting out a few platitudes and pre-programmed soundbites. So for her, it's not about choice. It's about patriarchy and systems that were largely built for the convenience of men. It's all about the subjugation of women and queer people. <laughs> of course it is, love. These people spout this nonsensical drivel all the time. But if I said that men who tuck their shirts in get paid more than men who don't, and this is clearly a sign of misandry and the rise of feminism in the workplace, she'd laugh herself hoarse. No pun intended. Now, another of this ilk is Caroline Criado Perez, the ever-so-upper-class activist who recently wrote this feminist screed. And what terrible injustices does our Caroline have to put up with? Well, it turns out that her phone's a bit too big to hold in her hand. <laughs> Diddums. I assume it's never occurred to her to use both hands or to buy a smaller phone. Not when she can wail about the injustice of it all, whine about how hard it is to be a woman, and blame it all on men. Those heartless bastards and their big hands. To this list, we can also add the actress Bryce Dallas Howard. She recently bleated that she was pressured to lose weight for the latest Jurassic World film. She wailed how this was obviously horrific sexism. Poor dear. Now, Bryce, let me point out a few things. Films are a visual medium, and a lot of people have invested millions of dollars into the Jurassic Park films. They've also been kind enough to offer you a role, a fantastic and well-remunerated opportunity. Given that, they're entitled to make certain demands of you to hold up your end of the deal. And all they've asked is that you don't eat quite so much cake. 
That doesn't really compare to the work that Chris Evans and Hugh Jackman had to put in to get and keep their roles, though. Does it? Do you think they whined about how tough it is to be a man when the studio made certain demands on their appearance? Bleated about how they've been objectified? No. They just got on with it, while being grateful for the opportunity. Seriously. Why do these people have to be such pathetic victims? Bryce, you're a well-paid film star, for God's sake. Grow up, you silly cow. This rather reminds me of when the perpetually annoying Jennifer Lawrence whined about her pay for the film Don't Look Up. To put that into perspective, her salary for that one film was $25 million. Her net worth is estimated to be $160 million. But this is what much of modern feminism amounts to. The most privileged people on the planet whining about how they're so hard done by. We now get people like Serena Williams, Oprah Winfrey and Meghan Markle whining about sexism. Actual champions, billionaires and princesses playing the pity card. Now as it happens, there is a real reason for feminism in the world today. Across the Islamic world, millions of women are subjugated, forced to live as second-class citizens. Some are little more than sex slaves who are raped on a daily basis. Huge numbers are forced into the burqa or the macab, told that if they don't cover themselves up, then actually they do deserve to get raped. Damned to never feel the sun on their skin or the wind in their hair for their entire lives. Many are murdered in honour killings, beaten to death by their families or the wider community in Pakistan, or beheaded in Saudi Arabia just for going on a date, or for disobeying their father or husband. And of course, this isn't to say that every Islamic woman in the world is suppressed, but it happens. And all of this goes on on a daily basis. But where are the feminists? Absent. That's where. Silent and complicit. You'll never hear AOC or Jennifer Lawrence saying a peep about this. But they'll sure whine about what they have to go through, despite their lives of untrammeled luxury and privilege. Because this is what modern feminism comes down to. It's the most entitled, privileged and self-centred people on the planet whining about how hard they have it, while utterly ignoring the genuine hardships suffered by millions of women across the globe. Much of feminism also casts criticism of individual women, or of any woman, as misogyny, as if they should all be free from critique. But they, naturally, have little hesitation in hurling around hatred of all men. And their claims of sexism in the West are mostly unfounded too. Feminists suggest that women get paid less than men for the same work. But that's simply a lie. In Britain, it's been the law that women get paid the same since 1914. And the argument doesn't even make sense. If you could get away with paying women less, then companies would hire only women. And they'd raise their profits by a generous slice. But they don't. Because it's patent nonsense. The average man's wage is higher than the average women's, but that's because men, in general, make different choices in the workplace. They do more overtime, do shift work, work dangerous jobs, longer hours, 
They travel further. Men tend to prioritise work, while women tend to prioritise life. That's why they, on average, get paid more. Want some other statistics? Well, 97% of workplace fatalities are men. When that statistic is 50-50, then the wages will be 50-50. But feminists want all of the rewards without taking any of the risks. And that's apparent in their grievances. They claim to want equality, but they only want the good stuff. They really want special treatment. They've got no interest in seeking equal representation in coal mining, or working in the sewers, or on oil rigs, in military casualties, in emptying dustbins, pushing shopping trolleys, working in quarries, being employed as lorry drivers, on building sites, or as cabbies. Men can keep all of those jobs. No. They just want more women as political leaders and in the boardrooms. But they want that decided on quotas. They don't want women to work to earn those positions. They just want to see them handed out as gifts. Rewards without sacrifice. And when they wail about a patriarchal society, they also gloss over the fact that most homeless people are men. Most suicides are men. 80% of murder victims are men. 97% of workplace fatalities are men. The vast majority of the victims of violent crime are men. Men do worse in divorce settlements. They lose custody of their children and they die younger than women. If a man gets a woman pregnant and she wants to keep the child, then he has to pay to support it for the rest of his life. But if he wants to keep the child, she can just kill it without even consulting him. Women pay lower car insurance, and for decades they got to retire five years before men, despite the fact that they live longer. Yet all of these advantages are continually ignored by the feminists. I'm not sure where all this white male privilege is. Feminists have taken an indescribably small slice of the male population and arbitrarily decided that they're somehow representative of all men, and they're not. Women do far better in education than men, and in the workplace, for those under 30, women do better than men there too. The likes of the police force, army and fire service have lower entry standards for women than they do for men. And many careers, like childcare, simply bar men from even applying. That never happens in reverse. I recall one activist, Monroe Bergdorf, sneering at the patriarchy. Well, at the time she was moaning, the Prime Minister was a woman, the Secretary of State was a woman, the Home Secretary was a woman, the Head of State was a woman, the First Minister of Scotland was a woman, the Met Police Commissioner was a woman, and Doctor Who was a woman. I guess ardent feminists only have a fleeting familiarity with evidence. It's a similar story if we look at history. And look, I'm not saying there hasn't been historical sexism and maltreatment of women, but the feminist view of history is fantasy. I could just as easily argue that because men were forced to go away and fight in wars and die in coal mines while women got to sit at home with the kids, that the story of history is one of unrestrained sexism against men. And just to be clear, I'm not saying that, but I could, with as much justification as feminists make their claims. After all, 
The likes of the right to vote was never purely a gender issue. The vast majority of men didn't have the right to vote either. Women have had numerous advantages through the years. Women were immune from criminal prosecution for centuries. When laws were first brought in to protect employees in the workplace, they applied only to women and children, not to men. And I bet you that none of the suffragettes on the decks of the Titanic were moaning about it being women and children first. Just as with modern feminists, when sexism benefits women, it's absolutely fine. For much of human history, men weren't oppressing women at all. They were protecting them. Now, perhaps that was misguided, but it shouldn't be twisted into distorted lies by misandrist activists. Today's feminists are largely a pampered lot, and they spout nonsense. Like Megan Rapinoe, who constantly whines that she doesn't get paid the same as the men in football. I mean, which men? Cristiano Ronaldo? Or Joe Bloggs from Scunthorpe? The men don't all get paid the same, Megan. And in fact, you get paid a lot more than the vast majority of men who play football now, or whoever have done. They get paid according to their market value, just like you do. Another successful, famous and affluent woman, widely praised, whining that she's a victim. Anyway, if you want real equality, you'd have to play against the men. And I don't think that'd go very well. So maybe pipe down, love. If you'd like to support this channel, please like, subscribe and think about buying my books. They're called The Tyranny of the Left and they go into topics like this in much greater detail. They're available on the links below. Please do feel free to pick them up and let me know what you think. Thank you.